Blog Talk Radio. Carrie LaCour, and welcome to my podcast, The Strong Mom Weekly, where each week I will come to you with information on how to stay strong and fit while raising kids. And not just being strong and fit in your physical body, but also in your mind. We're all parents going through this journey together, right? Sometimes we need a little more perspective, a little more insight, a little more support, a little more community. And I am here to provide that with this podcast. I've been in the fitness industry for 18 years as a personal trainer, a group exercise instructor, a national level, national level figure and fitness competitor, and I'm also a mother of two. And I'm so excited to be here today to share with you, and please let me know what your comments are, uh, what your suggestions, and what topics you'd like to hear about in the future. Today, in the second episode of this podcast, I want to talk about how to talk to your children about food and exercise. Children are like sponges. They mimic our actions. They repeat words they hear. They adapt behavior patterns and As parents, we are the strongest influencers of our children, so it's our job to model healthy behaviors, and today I want to address this because I think that there's um, a lot of different ideals that we want to impose on our kids about what health and fitness is, what it means, and it's important to use the right language when we are teaching them about these things because the child obesity rates have actually tripled in the last 40 years. And on the flip side, there's more and more kids and adolescents that are engaging in diets and weight loss and unhealthy behaviors that are going to really set them up for challenges later in life. And it all starts with the parenting and what types of things that they're modeling. So I want to talk about some healthy ways to address food, nutrition, and exercise. Um, There's a lot of body shaming right now, especially with, you know, social media, and it's difficult to talk about food in a positive way these days when there's just so many different ideals being thrown at young kids, and it's a lot of pressure. So it's important to have an open-minded approach to food, staying positive um, about exercise and nutrition, and also giving kids the option to choose their own foods and let them learn about what foods have nutritional value and what foods don't. So I have six, I think I have six, (laughs) I have six tips today on how to talk to your kids about these topics, how to use the right language, and how to create a positive environment with food and exercise. So the first tip that I have is to not label foods as quote-unquote good or bad. I think I heard a lot of that when I was growing up. I don't know about you, but it was like, oh, this food is good food and this is a bad food. And, you know, it was just, it was very black and white. And 
labeling foods as good or bad creates a judgmental picture of food in your child's head. And so, you know, obviously you don't want your toddler to be living off of like chips and candy, but you want to explain what foods will help them grow big and strong and what foods won't help them grow big and strong. (laughs) And I use this actually um, with my son you know, uh, it's taken them a while to develop the uh, palate for vegetables, as I'm sure many of you guys can relate to. And, um, you know, he didn't like broccoli until I really started telling him how it makes him grow tall. And all of a sudden, he was eating his broccoli, like, you know, I didn't even have to force him to eat it anymore. (laughs) So if they understand that it's good, and it helps their body grow, then it really, really helps uh, motivate them. So just understanding uh, how the food helps is is really beneficial too. Another way of putting it is okay for the healthy foods. You know these are the foods that we have in our house all the time: the fruits, the vegetables, the nuts, the whole grains, the healthy fats. And then these other foods are foods that we sometimes have in the house, or once in a while we have. So if you term if you um, categorize it that way, whereas it's an all-the-time food or a sometimes food rather than a good food or a bad food, that can help as well. It won't create that negative label in their head. Okay, so first tip is to avoid categorizing foods as good or bad. Second tip is to try and try again. Kids' taste buds change over time, and my kids are an example. They they liked, I swear, they liked like three foods <laughs> when they were like two years old. And now they, you know, they're liking more and more foods every day. So keep trying. Even if you think they don't like it, you know, serve it with another food that they do like or season it differently, cook it differently, try cutting it up differently. Keep trying and eventually things will change and they will come around to it. So um, just don't give up. Keep trying to serve those vegetables <laughs> and that protein. Okay. Number three, get them involved. Okay. So it always makes them feel important when they are being a helper. So when you're cooking at home, you know, let them measure something, let them uh, set the table, let them look at all the ingredients that you're making into your meal. And when they see all the ingredients, they really appreciate the food more because they see how much work that it took to go into it and to create and to create the food. You know, mixing things. I mean, just little tiny things here and there. They don't. Ha- you don't have to make a big to do about it, but just like, hey, hey, do you want to help me do this? And so that they really can get that idea of of the home cooked meal and and how it's going to help them. And this also goes for uh, exercise too. Like instead of saying, you know, oh, go outside and play, you know, get out there with them, throw the ball with them, create obstacle courses in your backyard that you can participate in. You know, one of the best memories I think that we've had as a family so far is when we were outside in the backyard and we were playing soccer, you know, and neither uh, Skip and I are, you know, soccer pros by any means, but, you know, we, we split up into teams and it was just one of the, you know, we just had a ball. So, yeah, have races, you know, teach them that it's okay to be competitive and it can be fun and, and teach them how to be comfortable in their body when they're running fast or grabbing the ball. I know that 
a lot of my experiences when I was in PE in elementary school, you know, it's like they, they were doing like kickball or the four square or something. And I just like had no idea what was going on. I was like, what is this? How do I even throw this thing or kick this thing? So it's, it's really, it'll really help their confidence too um, on the playground and when they get on a sports team, if you involve them and participate yourself, you don't have to be an expert at a certain sport. You just have to teach them to try and then it's okay to keep going and don't give up. It's okay to miss, you know, you just have to keep going. So that's number three, to get your kids involved, make it a team effort, both in the kitchen and outside. Number four is reframe your dieting talk. So if you are on a quote-unquote diet, do not tell them you are on a diet. If you are restricting calories, keep it to yourself because what will they do? They will think, oh, mommy's not eating, so that means I shouldn't eat because I am going to get fat or I'm going to gain weight. You know, that's, those are horrible things to put in their head. Okay, so never, never, never tell them you're on a diet. Never tell them you are trying to lose weight. The, the terms you want to use are, I'm trying to eat healthy. I'm trying to choose foods that are going to nourish my body. I am trying to choose foods that will let me have more energy. You know, and, 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 you, don't, and you don't volunteer this information. This is as if, 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 for example, you're out to ice cream and they're asking you why you're not having any, or if you're having something different with dinner, you know, then you answer the question, oh, I'm, I'm trying to be more healthy for my body. You know, you don't, like, offer the information, like, I can't eat that <laughs> because I'm going to gain weight on my hips. You know, you don't, like, put that out there, okay? So as much as possible, if you're working on your own physique, you know, you, you just don't want to put it in their heads that they have to look a certain way. Like, I know I, I really try to avoid like checking myself out in the mirror in front of my daughter, you know, and because I don't want her to think that she has to look a certain way in order to be accepted, you know. So, um, you know, just things like that, like, and, and, and that goes for exercise too. Like, oh, you know, my dad is exercising because he's got to lose his weight around his gut. You know, you never want to put that into your head. You want to think that they want to know that exercising is fun and that you're exercising so that you can celebrate all the things that you can do with your body. They don't want to think of it as punishment, you know, or else they're going to establish this unhealthy relationship in their mind to exercise. So you don't want that negative image of food and you don't want the negative image of exercise. So reframe the dieting talk if the best that you can. So I'm making better choices for my body. I'm choosing foods that nourish my body. I am choosing foods that will help me be more active. Those types of things. Okay. Yeah. And another way, another thing is like, rather than like saying, I want to be at a healthy weight, say, I want to be living healthy. And what is healthy living? Healthy living is eating nutritious foods, cooking nutritious meals that nourish you, uh, having sweets in moderation, you know, the sometimes foods. <laughs> and it doesn't mean that you can't celebrate, you know, with foods that taste good sometimes. Like, that's absolutely okay. And you just explain to them that it's sometimes we do that and it's not an all-the-time thing. Healthy living means, you know, doing sports and moving your body and exercising and having fun. So, again, a positive connection with 
exercise and a positive connection with food while being mindful at the same time. Okay. Number five. Okay, so try to get rid of the, like, you have to clean your plate mentality. And I know that this kind of (laughs) goes against, like, you know, you want to, like, when I was a kid, you know, (laughs) um, try to avoid, like, forcing them to clean off their plate because they are more in tune with feeling full or feeling hungry really more than we are. And if you force them to eat, it's going to cause them to get in the habits of overeating, if that makes sense. So, you know, if they tell you you're full, they're full, then, you know, don't force it. And I know, I know what everyone's thinking right now because they, you know, at dinner time, you know, maybe they've been snacking and all of a sudden they don't want to eat the food that you make for dinner. And then what happens 20 minutes later? They want a snack or they want dessert. So this is a trick that... I came up with that seems to help. So if they tell you, okay, I'm not hungry anymore and they're, they haven't eaten much of their dinner, you can say, okay, so you keep the dinner, you don't put it away, and then if they're hungry again 20 minutes later, you say, oh, here's your dinner. <laughs> and then you just say, well, we're not going to have a cookie until you finish your nutritious food, right? So that way they can still eat the food that you make when they are quote unquote hungry. So if if there's little um if there's tricks that are being played, just save that food for dinner and then give it to them when they are hungry again, you know. Yeah, and then if if they're if they're hungry more at dinner, you know, you just allow them more fruits and vegetables and protein. You don't want to obviously you don't want to overdo it on the starches. But frame that in a way where okay, we're going to give you more of the foods that are nourishing. Okay? So don't force them to clean their plate. All right, number six, be body positive. So you want to celebrate bodies in all shapes and sizes. You want to use body positive language. And what is that? That is talking positively about yourself and positively about others. You want to emphasize that you exercise for fun and to celebrate your body and what it can do, not as a way to achieve a a certain shape okay that's not why you're exercising at least that's not why you're telling them (laughs) that you're exercising never talk badly about other people's bodies they're going to pick up on that and they're going to internalize it and they're going to repeat that so you know never shame anyone for being overweight or you know any of that stuff it's just that bodies come in all different shapes and sizes and we're all beautiful people on the inside and out okay so stay body positive and talk in body positive language. That is number six. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I hope that this helped you. If you have any comments or suggestions, please comment, email me. My email is carrie, C-A-R-R-I-E, at carrielacour.com, C-A-R-R-I-E-L-A-C-O-U-R.com. Uh, my website is com. I also do one-on-one fitness coaching. If you need a meal plan, if you need a workout plan, if you need to be held accountable, I provide one-on-one coaching every week. We talk on the phone every week about how everything is going. How do I balance all this with kids? How do I get my workouts in? What's the best way to work out? What's the most efficient way to work out to get the most bang for my buck? Can I work out in 20 minutes? How many days? All that stuff I can help you with. Go to 
carrylacourcom front slash questionnaire. If you are interested in my one-on-one coaching, fill out the questionnaire, submit it to me. I will call you and set up a goal-setting session where we can talk about you, your situation, what your needs are, and we can come up with a plan from there. Again, you can email me at carrie at and feel free to give me your comments and suggestions, and I will talk to you next time. Have an awesome day.